Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. You've reached your host, Motormouth Mosley. We have an exciting show for you. We're going to go over a little NFL action. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on with the show the last few days. And we're going to catch up on what's happened this past week in sports. I want to thank you for listening in. Whether you're listening in live or listening in on an archived episode, just want to show our appreciation and say thank you for the time that you spent listening to our little show. If you are listening live and you are interested in having a comment or adding to the conversation or if you want to contact the show, you can reach us at 347-945-7975. If you uh, just want to communicate with us off the air, of course, you can log on to Blog Talk Radio forward slash Motormouth Mosley, click on today's show, and you will be able to uh, join us in chat and you can Either put up your own persona and contact us, and I will try to read your comments via that. Or, of course, if you want to contact the show outside of the live version, you can send us an email at motormouthmosley at AOL.com. Hit us up on Twitter at MMMosley24. Find us on Facebook at Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. And either way, we'd love to hear from you, love to talk to you, love to hear what you got to say. Any and all comments are appreciated. Um, except for those people who want to get on and say things that are vulgar and not necessary like we had a couple of shows ago. Uh, We won't tolerate that. I wish there was a way where we could screen it and have a uh, censor button, but I guess that's not possible. But in either case, I do want to thank you for listening in. Let's get into the show. Over the last uh, 24, 48 hours, we've had some NFL football, uh, some preseason football. This is game three of the preseason, where uh, for most teams, they play their starters on offense and defense at least uh, a half, some play three quarters of the game. Uh, This is kind of the dress rehearsal. Um, I remember hearing uh, today at church, someone said, "Ah, how can you get excited over exhibition football? Well, I got a new term for you. This isn't exhibition football. This is evaluation football. There's a bunch of guys getting evaluated, and they're trying to figure out uh, if this is going to be a career and if this is something that they can do and if teams will allow them to play. And exhibition is more like the Pro Bowl where winning isn't uh, a career-threatening situation. It is more for the fans. Guys don't give their uh, full energies, whereas in this situation – This is evaluation. Guys are out there trying to find a career, trying to hold on to a career, trying to make a team, uh, and actually have the potential to make a lot of money. So I kind of take back the fact that some people want to call this exhibition football. This is, as I said, this is evaluation football, if anything. I go over some of the games uh, over the last 48 hours. We had the Detroit Lions uh, dominating the New England Patriots 40-9. Carolina Panthers, 34, Baltimore Ravens, 27. Seattle Seahawks against the Green Bay Packers, uh, 17-10, that will be Seattle. 
Chicago Bears 34, Oakland Raiders 26. In that game, um, the starting quarterback, Matt Flynn, played you know, decently, but it looks like the Terrell Pryor, who will be starting the game uh, this coming week, uh, may end up winning that starting quarterback position, which I predicted after the Cowboys game. I thought he looked rather good. I thought he had a real good command of the offense, and I thought that he gave uh, the Raider offense a dimension that some other some of the other quarterbacks just didn't do. Terrell Pryor was a phenom coming out of high school out of Pennsylvania, went to Ohio State, uh, got into a situation where he ended up losing uh, his last, I believe, two years of eligibility, uh, went in the supplemental draft to the Raiders, and had a couple of moments last season where he got to play, but didn't look real comfortable, looked rather jittery, and um, looked completely different than what he looks now. He definitely looks more at ease, more at peace, more comfortable uh, running that offense, and I think he has a real legitimate shot of being not only the Raiders quarterback of this year, but maybe the Raiders quarterback of the future. He's got a lot of work ahead of him. He's got some some flaws in in his game, but he has a lot of talent, a lot of ability, and like I said, he has a dimension um, that some of the other quarterbacks that they have in their camp just absolutely don't. He's not going to be mistaken for RG3 anytime soon or Michael Vick, but he is uh, he is very good with his legs, and, he, and he's decent with his arms. So um, we'll see how that progresses. Uh, we had the Buffalo Bills um, getting, ooh, getting spanked by the Washington Redskins 30-7. to Again, uh, Robert Griffin III didn't play because he's not playing this preseason. But I believe that the Buffalo uh, Bills are having some problems at quarterback. Uh, they had E.J. Manuel who, had, who got nicked up. And, um, again, uh, they're looking for quarterbacks. And there's rumors on the street that Matt Leinart may be getting a look. Uh, he may sign a, a last-minute contract with the Bills. But I think their problems uh, will lie on whether or not E.J. Manuel is able to play quarterback for him because I think he may be their future. And I'm not, I'm not really impressed with what Kevin Cobb brings to the table. So we'll see what happens up there in uh, the frozen northeast. Uh, we had Cleveland getting defeated by Indianapolis. Indianapolis, I think, is going to be a very good team. They beat Cleveland uh, 27-6, and I do believe that Cleveland's going to struggle this year. The Jets and the Giants, the Battle of New York. The Jets actually won that game 24-21 over the Giants. Uh, the Giants lost their starting safety. Um, I think his name is Brown. Yeah, Stevie Brown, they lost him to a, an ACL, so he'll miss the entire season. Uh, that definitely does hurt a New York team that over the last couple of years has been decimated by injuries. Uh, Coach Coughlin uh, has his hands full with trying to get that team healthy and trying to get them um back to where they like to be, which is the Super Bowl, which is which should be everyone's goal. Uh, so, yeah, Tampa Bay beating Miami 17-6. to six. Uh, The two teams, I think, will finish at the bottom uh, of their divisions. Uh, I'm not really impressed with either one. I think they're going to struggle. Well, maybe Tampa Bay not finish the bottom of their division because, of course, I believe Carolina's in that division. So they got a shot of not being in the cellar. So uh, we had Pittsburgh playing Kansas City. The Chiefs, as I said a few shows ago, will be my sleeper team. I think that they've got the potential to do some exciting things this year. Uh, they were the most talented 2-14 and 14 team probably in the history of the NFL. I think they had eight players that made the Pro Bowl. So there's, and so they've had a, a, a coaching change with Andy Reid going from Philly to Kansas City. They've also uh, picked up Alex Smith from uh, San Francisco 49ers. 
So they're set at quarterback and they're set at the coach coaching positions. And with all that talent, I expect them to make a decent run. You had Philadelphia playing Jacksonville, uh, pretty high scoring game for a preseason game, 31-34 Philadelphia over Jacksonville. Uh, Dallas played Cincinnati last night. Starters played for the Dallas Cowboys. They played the first half, uh, pretty much pulled off the dogs the second half and played with some backups, some guys with the opportunity to make the team. Cincinnati, who I think will be a very good team out of the uh, uh, AFC, uh, very good game. Uh, when it came down to uh, a last-minute drive, it was within seven, so there was still some, some drama about the game. But Dallas pulled it out 24-18. Uh, St. Louis Rams played the De- uh, Denver Broncos. That was 27 Denver, 26 St. Louis. Tennessee Titans played the Atlanta Falcons 27-10. I know a bunch of the Dirty Bird fans here in Atlanta uh, will pull-through that game and, and not get too excited about it. Uh, but we'll see what's going to happen with them. I'll have my predictions coming up on later in the show. Uh, and then we had the San Diego Chargers playing the Arizona Cardinals, which was a little bit of a shocker because I saw some good things coming out of Arizona. Uh, I didn't get to watch that game, so I would assume that most of that's going to take place in the second half because I just don't see Arizona uh, struggling that much this year. I think they're going to be a decent team. Um couple of things that happened this week. We've got the Little League World Series, which, I, as I said earlier on an earlier show, but I think that is the most exciting sporting event and true sporting event uh, every year. I get more excited about that than I do NBA playoffs or uh, Major League uh, World Series. Uh, those things don't excite me anywhere near as much as watching these uh, uh, 11 to 13-year-old young men and women uh, play a sport at the highest level for their age at a pretty unbelievable level of skill. Um, today's game, uh, they actually had two games because they had the, um, I guess you'd call it a consolation game, but it was a, a game for third place against New Mexico versus a team out of Connecticut, Westport, Connecticut. Um, New Mexico took that game, I believe. Uh, in fact, I know they did. Uh, so Connecticut comes in fourth, a very good team, very talented team. Um, I thought it was a very fun team to watch. They played with a lot of emotion, a lot of heart, had a couple of dramatic comeback, come from behind wins. And uh, just, you know, they just weren't quite to the level of these other teams, but they played very well and were a lot of fun to watch. But in tonight's or today's uh, final, the championship game was Tokyo versus Chula Vista, California. Uh, the international champion versus the uh, United States champion. And going home with the victory, uh, I say, Omerito, congratulations uh, to the Tokyo team. They defeated Chula Vista 6-4, to four, um, which I believe is the ninth victory for is the ninth victory yeah, that's victory for the Japanese team, and they only trail behind Taiwan, who has 17, and the United States, which I believe has 33 Little League World Series championships. But it was a great week, great two weeks of watching baseball at its highest level for that age bracket. Uh, some of these kids, you see some kids that are four foot ten and weigh 115 pounds, and then you'll see a kid like the pitcher for uh, Chula Vista, who was six foot four and weighed 190 pounds. And uh, these kids are 13 years old, and they play the same game. So it's the 
the range in size can be somewhat doubting, but it was actually, uh, like I said, it was a lot of fun to watch, and you saw a lot of great baseball being played, uh, not for money, no HGH, no PEDs, no DUIs, none of the alphabet soup that litters professional sports, just a bunch of kids who love the game, a bunch of volunteers who make it happen every year, and my hat goes off to Williamsport and all the volunteers uh, that helped with the Little League World Series. Look forward to another great, great series next year. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. If you're looking, if you're interested in contacting us via snail mail, which some people still use, or sending us a donation, uh, the, PR, the address is the Motormouth Mosley Man Cave. That's P.O. Box 55, Redan, Georgia, 30074. Again, I also said we're looking for sponsors. We're working with a couple of uh, good-sized companies here in Atlanta, a couple of business owners, uh, and we're trying to convince them to come aboard and maybe sponsor uh, complete shows, complete monthly shows, whatever we can get them to do. But we're looking at donations, we're looking at sponsorships, and we're looking at selling advertising. This would be a perfect time for maybe your product, whether it's – uh, clothing or jewelry or makeup or automotive care, insurance, real estate. be a great time to be plugging your product, your product line, your, your business, and these episodes stay online. So if somebody goes back and listens a year later, a month later, your ad will still be there, so it will still be working for you. And also what I will be doing, especially for those who decide to sponsor complete episodes, whenever I post uh, regarding that show, I will have a board that says sponsored by, show sponsored by whichever entity uh, is sponsoring that show. So that was my little uh, advertisement. But, again, you can uh, donate, you can advertise, and you can sponsor. If you're looking at any of those, you can hit us up in our email or our Twitter or our Facebook account. We can uh, inbox you the information. We can uh, fax it to you if we have to. We can also, uh, you can also go on and hit about, go into our Facebook page, and uh, you can uh, reach our PayPal account via that. If you're someone who's here in Atlanta and knows me personally, you can pull me off to the side and say, hey, I'd like to donate $5, $20, $100, $1,000, and I'll have my reader right there, and we can go directly through PayPal at that time. One of the other things I'd like to talk about, back to the NFL. We're coming up on probably the most stressful time, not only in a promising, budging NFL hopeful career, but also pretty stressful for the coaches also because it's tough to tell a man that his dream of making in the NFL may not happen or may have to happen somewhere else. What's going to, what's going to happen is uh, I believe on Tuesday they have a cut-down date, and most rosters are carrying 90 players now, and the cut-down will be from 90 to 75. Now, at 90 to 75, um, we'll leave about 15 guys per team either looking for other teams to uh, sign them or looking for another career. Uh, and that, if you've watched Hard Knocks on HBO, you've seen some of the reactions of players 
who are heartbroken by it. Um, I would venture to say that most of the players that are in this initial cut automatically already know that they're probably not going to make it. Uh, the reason why I say that is because they're probably not getting the reps in practice. They probably didn't get the reps during the preseason games. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the writing is pretty much on the wall that they're, you know, they're going to be looking for something else to do. And then uh, as of next Thursday, the NFL will be holding um, all 32 teams will be in action. And after that Thursday's game, I believe it's Saturday or Sunday, I believe it's Sunday, they will have all the final rosters down to 53 players. So they'll be cutting from uh, 75 to 53. And I think I think a couple of days has to go by. And if, if some of those guys who got cut from the 53-man roster, some of those uh, potential players who really have the ability to play need a little bit more honing, a little bit more maturity as a player, some of those players will be, if they make it through, uh, waivers, or actually, if they make it through um, being released, they may get re-signed to team's practice squad, and that will allow them to receive a check, be a professional football player, practice with the team, but they won't be on the active 53-man roster. I think each team gets six or eight players uh, that they get to place on the practice squad, uh, basically to mature and uh, hopefully get better. So, it's going to be pretty strenuous, pretty stressful for a lot of athletes over the next couple of weeks. Uh, as I said, Thursday night, all the teams will be in action. Uh, unlike this past weekend's games, then the games on Thursday will be mostly played by guys who are on the bubble, guys who coaches want to see a little bit more of. And these are the guys who – Either this is their make-or-break opportunity to be on an NFL team or be on that NFL team. And some of these players who will be playing, they aren't necessarily auditioning for that team that they're on, but they're auditioning that if they get cut, that somebody else will pick them up. So it it will be interesting to watch these games. No, these aren't the guys who you normally are going to be seeing, uh, you know, for the next 17 weeks during the season and in the playoffs. But some of these guys, you know, they, they will blossom into great players, and, uh, you know, they got their cut basically making it through this game. So the schedule for this week's game, you got the Eagles playing the Jets. You've got the Colts at Cincinnati. Detroit Lions are playing at the Buffalo Bills. Jaguars at Falcons. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers will be going to Charlotte to play the Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be hosting the Washington Redskins, uh, New Orleans Saints play the Miami Dolphins, Giants at the Patriots, Titans at the Vikings, Ravens at Rams, Browns at Bears, Packers at the Chiefs, uh, the Houston Texans play at AT&T Stadium against the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cardinals are at Denver, the 49ers play the Chargers, and the Raiders at the Seahawks. So that's actually an old AFC throwback um, rival game, but uh, now that the Seahawks are in the NFC, it doesn't hold the weight that it used to. But, uh, you know, this will be a game where some of these quarterback battles will be decided. It will be a game where, uh, like I said, some of the players who 
borderline weren't going to make the team. This is their opportunity to make the team. So we'll we'll definitely get to see what happens in these games. We'll see what players are released, what players are uh, bounced around, and there may be some last-minute trades, some last-minute swaps. And in all honesty, there will be some players who are well-known in the NFL who have already had careers in the NFL who may be getting cut. So it'll be interesting to see what happens like up in Green Bay with Vince Young trying to uh, have a rebirth with his career. Uh, see if he actually makes the with the Packers squad uh, playing back up behind um, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and much like Rick Terrell Pryor, he brings an aspect to that team that Aaron Rodgers doesn't. If they, as a bunch of teams have decided to do, uh, want to implement a lead option or a wildcat package, you know, Vince is the guy who's going to run that for him. So that may be his skill set, may be what allows him to make another NFL team. Uh, some of the teams that are still up in the air over what to do with their quarterbacks, uh, you just don't know. Uh, you're looking at the Jets, um, between Mark Sanchez and Geno Smith, with Geno being injured and not being the most accurate passer in the world, you know, there's still some question about who's going to win that battle. If I had to put my finger on it, I would go with I would go with Geno Smith, but um, there's still some more ball to play. As I had stated earlier, I do have my yearly division predictions. I have my predictions of who will win each of the, of the eight divisions and who are my two wild card teams. I will be posting this later on my website, on my Facebook page, and I'm sure that you know it may stir a little conversation. But my predictions for the 2013 season, out of the AFC East, I'm picking the New England Patriots to win it. Not necessarily because they are such a great team or a dynamic team or anything along those lines, but I just think that the rest of the division kind of stinks. So I don't see I don't see a lot of other teams that will threaten them um, in that division. Out of AFC North, I'm liking the Cincinnati Bengals. Made the playoffs last year. Um, didn't look great against Dallas, but um, and I'm only, when I when I mention these preseason games, I only speak on the portion of the game that is relevant, and that's the, the part where you had starters playing against starters. And I just wasn't really uh, impressed. I think that they're going to have some major problems in their corner position, and I don't think that Terrence Newman and Pac-Man uh, will be able to handle uh, some of these big, sturdy, strong, young, fast wide receivers in the league. So, But I do believe that they'll still win their division. Um, I think the Steelers have more problems. The Ravens cleaned house. I think they'll be somewhat competitive, but I don't expect the Ravens to do any better than 8-8. Eight eight. Um, out of the NFC South, I'm picking the Indianapolis Colts to win it all. Um, and that's a division that has the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans. So pretty much a no-brainer. I think Andrew Luck and uh, T.Y. Hilton and uh, those guys, I just think that they, they are just a better team than out of that division. Out of the AFC West, 
Um, I know that a lot of people out of the Denver Broncos pick to go and win everything. Not me. Not me. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs. As I said, I expect them to have a major turnaround. And I think and I, when I say major turnaround, I initially said I think that they would go from 2-14 and 14 to maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. But let, I'm giving them even more of an edge. I'm saying that they're going to go 10-6. and six. I'm going to go 10-6, and six, and I think that's going to be enough to win their division. My two AFC wildcard teams will be the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos. Now, although I don't predict them to win the division, I think Houston and Texans will be a, a, a real good team, a very competitive team. I think their defense is pretty, pretty, pretty sturdy, and I think that with Arian Foster running the rock and throwing the ball to Chris Johnson, they've got a shot at being a very competitive team. I, I'm questioning and, I, and I'm on the borderline of deciding whether I think they'll actually make it to the AFC championship game, but I definitely do think that they'll make the playoffs. In the NFC, in the NFC, I'm picking out of the NFC West, and I think that will be one of the most competitive at the top divisions of any of the divisions in the NFL. I'm predicting that Seattle Seahawks will beat the, the San Francisco 49ers for the division championship. Uh, NFC East, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys, which you know I would. And I just think that Kansas City, I mean, excuse me, that Washington, Philly, and the New York Giants will struggle a little bit more than people are expecting. I'm not sure how well Chip Kelly's uh, running gun speed offense is going to fly with the, with the uh, NFL talent. And I know that Michael Vick will, I think Michael Vick will have a great year, but I just don't think it will be enough to get them uh, over the line. The NFC South, I'm picking the New Orleans Saints. Like I said on previous episodes, I think that the addition of Sean Payton and Rex Ryan running their defense, I think that that's going to get them back to where they're going to be very, very competitive. Sorry, Falcons fans. Sorry, Dirty Birds. Don't see you winning the division. But I do got good news for you in a couple of minutes. NFC North, I'm picking the Green Bay Packers just because there's nothing else up there in the North. Nobody else is going to be competitive. I don't think anyone else is going to be a real threat to – to Green Bay, um, it, it's just I mean, I, there's the yeah, I didn't like what they did with Lovey Smith, but you know, so be it. So okay, that's my personal thing. So that's why I'm not giving Chicago much love. My two NFC wildcard teams are will come out of the NFC West and the NFC South. So I'm only picking one team to make it out of the NFC East. But I'm picking the San Francisco 49ers to make the playoffs as a wild card, and I'm picking the Atlanta Falcons to make it uh, to the playoffs as a wild card. I think that both teams are very talented, very competitive, um, but I think that, uh, some of the bounces that went Atlanta's way last year, I just don't see them being as fortunate again. I don't want to call it luck. I'll just say that they were fortunate in a lot of games last year. So I don't see that happening as much again this year. And uh, I, I, I'm, I have major questions with Atlanta's offensive line and their defense. So I think they'll be good. I, I think with Julio Jones and uh, Matty Ryan, I think that their passing game, Tony Gonzalez, I think their passing game, if you can keep Ryan standing up, will be uh, uh, one of the more explosive offenses in the league. I just question some of the other aspects of the team, and I just don't think that they'll be able to win the division 
nor go very far once playoff season starts. Again, NFC East, Patriots, NFC North, Bengals, I mean, excuse me, AFC East, Patriots, AFC North, Bengals, AFC South, Colts, AFC West, Chiefs. Wild cards, Houston, Texas, Denver Broncos, NFC West, Seattle Seahawks, NFC East, Dallas Cowboys, NFC South, New Orleans Saints, NFC North, Green Bay Packers, Wild Cards, San Francisco 49ers, and Atlanta Falcons. Again, uh, oh, one last thing that I did want to mention. Thank you so much. A shout-out goes to my high school classmate, Renee Brown, living in Las Vegas, doing her thing out there for Anheuser-Busch. I just want to say thank you so very much. She had a very concerted effort of trying to get us up to 500 um, likes on our page. We started out uh, a couple of days ago with 303. We just went over the 300 mark, I believe, Friday or Thursday night. And uh, in her enthusiasm, she wanted to get to 500 by this evening. And that is just a huge task to undertake. And we were able to make a very good-sized dent in it. I'm very proud of the new members, the new likes, the new Mosley Motormouth uh, Mosley Show maniacs that added to the page. We've got 338 and counting. Also, another shout-out goes to the Divine Miss E for a great show on Thursday night. We will be back Tuesday night talking football, talking sports, talking whatever. If you get a chance, log on, call in. want to say thank you for listening to this episode, whether or not you're listening live or if you're listening at a later time. But I definitely want to thank you for the time that you put in out of your day to give us the support and your time. And we just want to say thank you. Mahalo to my folks back in the islands. Thank you so very much. Have a great week. God bless and mahalo.